Whenever people see a fat Asian guy like on the no. side of the street eating corn or whatever, no, bro. I get tagged and I go, "Look, at, what's Bobby Lee eating corn on the <laughs> side of the road?" Your mom's Chinese. Oh, fuck, my bad. I read that completely wrong. Konnichiwa. Oh, you tell I the punchline. All right, what are we doing? Let's go. I already know it. All right. <laughs> I lived it. What was your, what was your career? I want to know. I want to know. Fucking insane. What was you your- You want to go deep cut up was, front? Let's say the most honest thing, and I'm going to not exaggerate, and I'm going to be completely honest. What percentage of your outward projection of yourself in the world is a bit? All of it. What's up, guys? It's Logic. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? What's up, guys? Logic. We all hear me? Is this what you want? Welcome to Logically Speaking. On this episode, my guest is the incredible, amazing, uh -huh. legendary. No. Oh, truly. Why do you say legendary? I'm though? doing my intro. Chalion Fats, legendary, dog. I'm doing dog. my intro right now. The amazing, uh, I don't, I just don't even know. All, oh, oh, oh. In, all encompassing, oh. all encompassing. Not just stand up, not just a comedian, incredible person, great man. Uh, Bobby Lee is here. Hey, you. what's Hello. up? Bobby, Logic, thanks for inviting me. You know, I didn't know I wasn't even supposed to be here until like maybe an hour ago. Can you turn my headphones down? This motherfucker's loud. <laughs> um, I can speak in, I can speak like this. So wait, before we, before we really get started, you said you were having, you, you said you don't even know how you showed up today because you had the craziest day yesterday. No, at like four in the morning, I had hunger pains. So I, I woke up, I was like, ooh, I'm so hungry. All my like buff athletic friends are saying you can't eat after a certain amount of time at night. But I go, no, I got turkey chili in the fridge, right? So I went fire. and got turkey chili and then I, I remember I had Rocky Road um, Dryer's ice cream. So I ate a whole chili and Dryer's ice cream and then I went to bed immediately. And then I'm lactose intolerant too. Oh. So like six, seven, oh my Lord. <laughs> So wait, oh, oh. so you, you're lactose intolerant. You can turn him down in my headphones just a little bit too. That's being, you're, you're being. No, it's fine. Okay. You're, so you're, you're lactose, <laughs> the bit, you're lactose intolerant uh -huh. knowing, you know, I used to thought it was, used to think it was lactose and tolerant. Number one. I don't know why. I it's not that. that. No, it's intolerant. Whatever. So wait, so you know this and you'll just like down ice cream and shit like that. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's like, you know, my, my, my stomach is like, you know, sometimes it's strong, sometimes it's not. Okay. I'm, dude, I can just pull this away like this. No, no, you're good. It's no, not I you. I think you're being. No, no, put it back. I'm a back. loud guy. No, no, I love it. Just, just turn you my don't, headphones obviously up, you don't. up a hair overall. Okay. Yeah. You can bring the mic back. Can you turn his um, way low too? I'm good. We're good. Everything's I good. I know he's too loud. We're great. Can okay. you go low? Way um, low. Two bobbies. This is what happens yeah, when yeah, two yeah, bobbies yeah. get together. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So. So then last night, what? So you, you shit, you shit your brain. I didn't shit, I didn't say that. Okay, listen. That's fucking insane. I never fucking said that. All right, Mr. B you said. <laughs> what yeah, what does that mean? What is that? What are you? My stomach. You playing asteroids? Yeah, yeah. I did shit myself. Okay. So uh, do me a favor. Please tell me. Because you know what's so funny about you, Bobby, is like, you're not on. It's just who you are. You're a funny guy. What? But yeah, no, you are. You're a funny guy, but you, you can talk about some serious shit. We've had a moment on real. your podcast. And I just want to know before we, you know, get into crazy laughs. Oh my God. 
Uh, what was your childhood like? What was your, what was your career? I want to know. I want to know. Fucking insane. What was you your- You want to go deep cut up was, front? What was your household like? Take me through that. You're oh, a kid. Oh, you ever see um, Little House on the Prairie? Yeah. It's just like that, but with Koreans, dude. I love that. There was a prairie. We had cows. And my father would teach me about mowing. Are you being serious? Yeah. About plowing and mowing and so churning. So where, where did you grow up? Montana, dude. I didn't know that. Yeah, in the middle of the fucking prairie, dude. And I learned and he, all these little analogies, like, you know, when the cow gets, you know, sick, that means, you know what I mean? You got to be stay humble or whatever, you know? I made that up, but my point is, <laughs> is that, you know, I don't, my point is I grew up in a very Christian, mm. you know, my parents were like farmers with their, you know, you know, the earth. Yeah. And they use their hands with the earth and they, mm -hmm. and they, and the, you know, sometimes we take photos where my dad would put his hand in the earth and we, he'd go like this and he'd go, this is where we are. Live in the moment. He taught me all these weird, no, my dad was, some real shit. My, no, my dad was alcoholic Adams. and he used to beat the shit out of me. I grew up in San Diego. So how old were you? Uh, <laughs> I fucking love this guy. How old were you um, when you were like dealing with that? Like, was it like your whole life? Or did, was it like a certain point? Well, it wasn't like a, a phase, if that's what you want to say. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, my dad had a fucking abusive phase for like October of 1978. No, it was like pretty much <laughs> the, the fucking time. thing, dude. Got it. But, you know, he had his soft moments. You know, it's just that, you know, you know, when a guy is nice, 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 and then out of nowhere he goes into a rage, you know what I mean? It teaches you to be... um like when I go out in public and stuff, I like have to look at the exits and anything can happen. And so I'm prepared. I relate to that. You on, do? Yeah, on many levels, yeah. Because there was just a bunch of violence and craziness in my household. And you can just I ask you a question? Know. Please. How come your thumbs aren't tattooed? Um, I don't know. I might as well do the whole fucking thing. <laughs> this is going to be a great It's not, No, what do you mean great? I'm asking a question. Um, You're like... I just haven't gotten you, you thought? You know what? You, know, you probably thought... My thumbs are perfect. They don't need anything. No, I didn't think that. Yeah, no. it's fucking crazy. Okay, is so that no, wait, can it, real quick on your hand though, is that bit. is that no, are, is that tattoos? Yes. <clears throat> okay, the, these are these are the safe codes to the Last of Us video game that I could have easily memorized. That's pretty cool. But I, I did it just because I love it, and it's actually in Neil Druckmann's handwriting, the creator. Mm. Um, yeah, I had him. He was my last guest before you. He was. Yeah, just Neil, so, Neil Druckmann. Neil, Neil Druckmann. Fantastic, big fan. But my, um, uh, what was the question? The question was, what what was your household? Can I, can like? I, no, let me ask you a question. Okay, yeah. Your fucking guy, Mike. Uh huh. My manager. That's one of them. your your manager. Yeah, it's Mike fucking and Justin. Duck Hunter. You know duck I mean? It's like hunter. we're in L.A. He's got a Duck Hunter hat. Ah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like fucking, we're not in fucking Louisiana, wherever they do that at. Montana. Whatever. My point is, is that change your style. Also, he comes out there, dude. He comes out there and it was like, get off my lawn attitude. What? <laughs> what, greeting you? It wasn't even a greet. It was like, hey, Bobby's. He doesn't say hello. He goes, Bobby's going to be here any moment. How about a hello, Duck Hunter? Okay, so check it out. Yeah, yeah. I got some questions. We're going to get Bitch. these answers. We're going to get these answers and then we're going to continue to laugh. I'm not laughing. Dude, this is not funny. Oh, yeah. For sure. No, it's you're. See, that's what about white people. You guys think that like anything that Asians say is funny and I'm just telling you what fucking happened. I pull up, duck hunters out there going quack, quack. You know what I mean? And yeah, but like- Bobby, Bobby, I'm also black. 
My dad's black. I forgot. <laughs> but I'm not talking about you. I was talking about him. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he's not half black, is he? No. Mike? No, he's not. He's pure white, dude. Yeah, okay. I, I like that. You know that. what I mean? And that guy right there, dude, let me guess. Honduran. Fuck I've been no. there. They look like you. What are you, dude? Let me ask you this. Are, are, do you guys do you guys do beans or refry it? Do you refry it from where you're from? What was your they mom? What was your mom like? Okay, what? I want to know. You, you said you said your dad was a bit abusive at times. He was he was nice at times. What My was mom your- was a victim too, but she was a little bit abusive. She you know she was a um, a survivor. You know she grew up tough in you know in Korea during the war. Anyo aseo. Hmm? Anyo aseo. That's how you say hello in Korean. I worked for Koreans when I was 18. Yeah. Anyway, I was just throwing that out there. How about this? Hola, que tal? How do you feel? Anyo aseo. See what he just did? What? Now I'm going to go, hola, yeah, la hamburguesa. Feels weird, right? It feels <laughs> weird, right? It feels weird, right? If some so. guy came up to what is... Dude, do not fall over. You said, yeah, you said she's from Korea. I love, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she is. She was a, a victim of her circumstances. and um, But we all survived it. But, you know, my dad chilled you know, as we got older, but we all survived it. And, um, you know, now she's in therapy. She's 80. She lives by herself in, um, in Arizona. And... Um, you know, if I was smoking, if I was sucking black cock, I would hold it like this. Just so, they, you know, couldn't get away from me. Our listeners have to imagine, but for those of you out oh, there you don't who have don't video? understand. No, no, I said our listeners. Get it's YouTube then. No, we got, I know, but he, he was just uh, molesting the microphone. Dude, I'm That's 52 years old, dude. I'm, di- have, I'm dying. Dude. Do you have siblings? Yeah, my brother Steve. You don't know my brother Steve? Steve. Yeah, yeah. He has a podcast called Scissor Brothers with the guy named Jerry Watkins. I forgot his name. Oh, I think, I think I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, he's younger. He's three years younger. But I grew up with him. How was your relationship when you guys were young? Like kids, teenagers, masturbatory years. Well, what, what's that mean? You know. Masturbatory? You, yeah, when you're coming into your own, literally. Masturbatory. Anyway, um, we got along great. I mean, you know, we, we suffered the same kind of hostility, but my brother took it differently than me. How so? I don't want to speak for him, but um, when one goes through trauma, through trauma, mine went inward, my hatred. So I, you know, I hate myself. So it's like, you know, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a loser. I deserve this, all that stuff. And he kind of more is outwardly angry, you know? Yeah, towards the world. I felt both of those things before, so I feel you on that. Um, Do you still feel that way? Or was it just at that point in your life? <laughs> God, man, you just, you go heavy, huh? No, I'm just asking real questions I'd ask a friend. Oh, we are friends, huh? Yeah. That's cool. You gave me that fucking Kill Bill poster that's like- Oh, that's right. Where is it? It's in fucking Oregon, bro. I brought that shit so I could see it every day. I love it. Oh, cool. Thank you. Um, You like it? You're welcome. I like, I like it a lot. Thank yeah. You. Anyway, um, what a great movie. It's pretty classic. Yeah. Um, what was the question? The question is, do you do you still feel these negative emotions towards yourself? Well, or I'm is in that therapy. I'm a psychiatrist. I go to A meetings. I, you know, I, I, I do things to take care of myself. I'm no longer living self-will and doing it my own way. 
you know, I take suggestions and I listen to advice and um, I do a little bit of work and um, I feel, I feel better than I have in a very, very long time. I'm glad to hear You know, that. I'm single, I'm unfuckable at times, but sometimes <laughs> I kill it. You know what I mean? I, I like to, you know, you know what I like edging? You like edging? Like yeah, you don't yeah, want to yeah, come, you, you don't want to yeah, come. You can, you can hold it a little bit. Yeah, All right, so sure. I just you know enjoy it. Long, long ride, and I think of something else. You know, I think of like Dora the Explorer or like a movie like that. You know what I think of? What? I think about. Uh, I, I just sometimes I get like while it's going on, I get really curious about when you had your first brush with what's Dora the Explorer. What do you That's do not now? a real thing. So what do you do now? Like like excuse me, doing what you do now. When did that start for you? Like when do you doing feel? What? Uh, comedy, acting. When did you have your first brush with what would become <laughs> the rest of, of your life? How old were you? <laughs> well, um, logic for me, logic, um, is I don't, you know, you wake up and you do what's in front of you is what my thing is. I don't think at that age, when I was 23, when I did stand up, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this stand up and it's going to lead to this. No, but see, and you're, you're miss, you're missing what I'm asking you. What was your first introduction to uh, your craft and what you do? When did you start to know or have a feeling? Uh, well, I mean, as a kid, I mean, I, you know, as a kid, I was really into to escape, you know what I mean? My childhood, I went to Blockbuster video and I would get like a Kurosawa movie or- Classic. I would, excuse me? Classic. Yeah. Or like early Scorsese movie, what they ever had, what they had, you know what I mean? And then I would like also get comedy stuff like Richard Pryor live on the Sunset Strip or something like that. Eddie Murphy Delirious. And I would watch that stuff. And then I would watch comedy, you know, at the Tonight Show. I would stay up late and watch if they had a comic on the Tonight Show, like on Johnny Carson. I would be really excited about it. And you're what, like 10, 12? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't know exactly what, how old I was. <laughs> You know what I mean? But, you know, when I was a young person. Okay. It's good to see you, man. It's good to see you too. I missed you, man. Good guy. But anyway, I, so I believe that things kind of happen the way it's supposed to happen. And you meet certain people when you were supposed to meet them. So when I was younger, I was in AA. I'm still in AA. But um, when I was like 19, I would share at like meetings. And I would just kind of... Go, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this. And then some of it would get laughs. Mm. You know, it felt good. But, and also I remember like this guy named Scott, what's his name? Scott, not Colin, Scott. I forgot his name, but his name is Scott though. I forgot his last name, but he came up to me and he goes, um, so I'm, I had this thing called the actor studio and I'm having this guy, this improv guy from the Groundlings come down and I was living in San Diego and teach classes. Do you want to do it? I go, yeah. So I took these groundlingsy kind of classes from him. Did you meet Scott at the AA? AA yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. So, you know, I kind of go, oh, I met Scott through AA. And then um, then I'm in this class now. And then I was working at a coffee shop called Disc Cafe, which was um, owned by this guy, um, Mike Halloran, who, and his cousin, who at the time, you ever heard of 91X? It's a radio station I, out of San Diego. I haven't, no. Yeah, it's the only alternative station in San Diego. Anyway, they were DJs there and stuff. And But they had this coffee shop. And at the time, this cafe was like, you could, you know, listen to CDs while you drink coffee. And then we could also sell them. So you can listen and sell. It was like, you know, for the time, early 90s, 
It was pretty, you know. Yeah, I mean, they did the same shit with like Nora Jones at, you know, Starbucks and shit. You'd walk into Starbucks, they'd have like the Michael Bublé and all that You shit. could listen? Yeah, no, yeah. They, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Anyway. And, anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. But the man, so the manager of that disc cafe, her boyfriend was this guy named Mike Carano, who was the manager of the improv comedy club. So he used to come in and he used to go, hey, after work, do you want to go and see Brian Regan or Bobcat Goldthwait? And so we would go and watch them. I would go to the improv and I'd sit in the back and watch. And I was just, just I just loved the whole thing. Mm. I would, how brave they were to go up there and to tell jokes in front of strangers was like, to me, like, wow, that's so punk rock mm. and so brave. And then when I, it took me a while, but when I was 23, this cafe closed and I started working at the comedy store, which was next door to it. And I just tried open mic and, you know, here I am. Wow. So when you were working there, what were you doing? Checking IDs and also um, bar backing. Do you, do you uh, remember that feeling of the first time or no? Is it like so My distant? jokes sucked, but I remember, um, you know... It's, it's a fix, Mm. you know, it's, you know, you get dopamine hits because of the adrenaline and you go up there and even if it's not good, you know, um, you get something out of it. It's weird. And at that time, you know, your first time on stage, were you sober then? Yes, I was. Wow. I was six years sober at the time. So sober doing it. And, uh, you know, in, in 12 step groups, they say to, you know, turn it over and, to have faith almost, you know what I mean? In a higher power or whatever. Are you a religious person? No. Yeah. But, you know, I went, okay, whatever is out there, I'm going to just have faith and I'm going to do it. So <laughs> you're doing this, you're sober. Where do you feel your quote unquote big break moment happened for you? What the fuck kind of questions? In this? entertainment. These are the questions nobody fucking asks you. And me as a fan of you, and I've been a fan of you for so long, I'm not like obsessive. I don't know every detail. And because of that, I know that your fans, myself included, will really appreciate this story. And then you can also, you know. What is it? <laughs> what is it? When do you feel that doing stand up at this time in your life and you know, really entering you get little lottery this, hits. And, and really entering this, uh, okay. this phase, when was your quote unquote no big, big break, break or no big entrance? Break. I know, I know. You I get know. little tiny things that progress. You go, okay. At first it's like, oh, somebody asked me to open for them. Mm. So I remember like Paulie Shore at the time in the nineties. Fire. And, um, this guy, Carlos Mencia. Yep. Um, <laughs> Carlos Mencia, um, see, I, I, the ice cream last night, dude, out of pocket. I'm never going to do that again. It's like juice. Love it. But anyway, um, and they would go, can you open for me? And I'd be like, yeah. And I only ha- didn't have a lot of time, but I wouldn't, I'd perform, I'd open for them in front of like thou- hundreds of people, wow. sometimes thousands. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that was a break. And then when you first, you know, Matt Blake, my, the agent I have now, when he goes, I want to sign you. That's a break, you know. And what were you getting paid at the time for something like that? Not much, like a hundred, hundred dollars. Mm. That's awesome, though. 
Yeah, and then 150 bucks. And then I remember going to like Mencia's house and always going, I need 300 to pay rent or going to my manager's house. I need money. You know, I had no money. I had no money back then until like I started booking commercials. In the late 90s, when I started booking commercials, I was like, okay. What kind of commercials? Well, I did like this IBM campaign where I went all around the world. Was it was it comedic? No, not really. Um, I did um, El Pollo local commercial, AMPM commercial, I, all kinds of every product. And I would, you know, I would be, I would beat out a lot of people. Like I was like, like it was me, you know, I, this is when I met Eric Stone Street, you know him? Mm-mm. So Stone Street back then was a commercial actor. And it was always him, me, and, and a couple of other guys that were like, that could book it. And Eric later got on Modern Family. He's a fat gay guy on it. And, um, mm. but back then mm-hmm. he was a commercial. So him and I would like, I mean, we, be, we were just very close back then, you know, because he was just like a guy that was like, you could, it's so funny. You can tell even back then when you're young, where you go, this guy, there's something different about this guy. He's so talented. You know, you kind of, I, I can see, I think I could see it in young people too. Right? I'm sure that's how everybody felt about you too, man. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't feel that about myself. I was just surviving, but um, you know, it's so funny. Logic, AKA Bobby, Bobby, uh-huh. AKA Logic. Mm-hmm. Um, I still feel like I'm st- not struggling, but trying to make it. I feel the same way. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's like that never goes away. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Logic here, and I just wanted to tell you that this podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers affordable and convenient online therapy on a schedule that works for you. I'm clearly reading off camera because I want to make sure that you guys get every piece of information possible. It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want by chat, phone, or video call. Getting started is easy. Just go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire. Then they'll match you with a licensed therapist based on your needs and preferences. If you don't find the right match the first time, don't worry. You can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Go to betterhelp.com logic to get your first month of therapy for free. Now, I really mean it. This is important. This is special. Seek it out. If you need it, these people are truly here for you. They've been there for me. I was having dinner Monday night with a bunch of Asian kids. And um, I guess they look up to me because I'm older, but they're all doing better than me. <laughs> they are. They're like kill- in what sense? How do you feel? What, well, I what, see what them in you- huge movies with big parts and, you know what I mean? Movies I can't even get auditions for and stuff. And I go, and in my mind, I'm like, one day I'll get there. Well, do you want that? Yeah. Why? It's fun. But what you do is fun. I look at you and like, personally, I look- I want to do everything. But I look at somebody like you and I'm like, damn, like he's got it. I look at somebody like you, same thing. <laughs> but, it's, but maybe that's what makes no. us keep going. I mean, you have things that you want to do, right? Yeah. And you have like a board, like a, not a what do you call like it? A, a vision dream board. Dream like a, board, yeah, yeah. White, white people do. But <laughs> do you have a, no, you're half. Yeah, no. I have like a chalkboard. Mike has one and Mike. there's a, probably a duck on it. Right. He definitely had one in college yeah, yeah. for sure. So you, you, but you were saying that, that you want to do what they're doing. And, and I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's amazing. Yeah. If you want more. Well, gigs. I do sex in the city. Yeah. I'm on that. I'm on, um, reservation dogs. I'm on Magnum PI. I'm on, um, yeah. So what the fuck are you talking about? I have a movie coming out 
called Borderlands. Maybe it's going to come out, but but they still get bigger things. And I and I sit there and I listen to it and I go, um, I'll have my day. And it's just the way I am. You know, I'm I'm happy with how old are you? I, you said you're how old? Fifty two, bro. Do you know how long you've been relevant and how relevant you are right now in the world? Like, so you could yeah, but be, I don't feel it. Yeah, but some of these kids could have a, a huge role in a movie and that's cool. And then that's, that's what I want to tell them too. But then that's it. I wanted to have, I wanted to say, Hey guys, let's see if you last. Dude, my manager. Lasting is, lasting is the hard part. My man, I used to be jealous of so many rappers when I was coming up <clears throat> a lot. And one of the guys that I was jealous of was Donald Glover. Because, he's the best. Because he was funny. Yeah. He's a writer. He's a director. He's a musician. He can sing. He can rap. He can fucking dance. Yeah. And I used to kind of low-key be fucking envious of this guy and a lot of other people. And one day, Donald gave me advice uh, because I was pissed off that I, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't get in some like top 10 fuckboy complex uh, list, some shit of like the newest up-and-comers at the time. This is like a decade ago. And he goes, Bob, are you a rapper? Like, are you a rapper or are you an entertainer? And I was like, I'm a fucking entertainer. That's mm -hmm. what I want to do. And he goes, then who gives a shit if you're not on some top rap list or whatever? And my manager used to tell me all the time, he'd always say, see if they're going to be here in 10 years. And like, I got to say 98% of the guys that at me as being a kid was kind of jealous of, like none of them are around. And I don't say that to sound rude. It's just a fucking In your fact. face. So what I'm saying is- <laughs> Those people that are on the list, is, fuck you. Is for a guy who's been around and doing this for well over, you know, 25 years and still so relevant. I just don't know how you could look at those kids and be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, well, okay, can I say this then? Yeah. May I say this? Sure. I'm glad you said that because, you know, like, for instance, have you heard of the Comedy Montreal Comedy Festival? Mm-mm. Well, the biggest comedy festival on planet Earth is called the Montreal Comedy Festival. I love this because I love comedy and there's a lot that I don't know. And that's why you're my guest because you're here to educate me. Yeah. And it's everyone goes and everyone, like the biggest people of all time, even young kids, everyone goes. Mm -hmm. The first time I went was like four years ago. Yeah, you I was never like invited. Wait, is it invite only? Yeah. Hmm. You know what I mean? I've never been on a list of any sort Variety top ten people to watch. Never been on that. But do you want to be? And I look be? at all, social be? media. And I look at all the the fancy ones like the John John Mulraney's and I don't know, and the um these guys. You know what I mean? Netflix and they're having these parties and they're having you know what I mean? The best <laughs> comics in the country. We go and we hang out. And we're all you know what I mean? And I'm just not ever included or invited. And you know. Yeah, but Bobby, you're an introvert. You're very much so like myself. Bro, I don't schmooze. I don't go out. That's I don't party. Right. No, but that's what I'm saying. I don't do this shit. I don't fucking circle jerk a bunch of people to but try what, to get some so shit. That's what Patrice, so years ago, Patrice O'Neill told me. He goes, um, and it was so depressing. I was in New York and Patrice goes, yo, you know, you're not going to be any of those guys. And I go, why? He goes, you're just who you are. And you're not going to, you're like me. He goes, you're not going to. You can't, you, you can't pretend you can, you don't know how to do it. You know what I mean? You're just you, you know what I mean? And, and that's a good thing. Well, let and, me tell you something. And I go, but I want to be in the high life. I want cocaine and 
puss puss and and all that stuff. But you know, I don't get it. But see, but I I let me tell you this. I got I got more than a glimpse of it. So my my whole career, I was yeah. very like under well, not underground, but just like I wasn't never fucking Drake or anything like that, right? And years of my career go by, and I'm trying to get a hit. I'm always trying to make a record because I really want to be like those guys. And every time I try, it fails. And then I end up doing a song about mental health and it blows up. Mm. And I never thought that would happen. And then I saw that as my entry. I was like, okay, everybody in the world of music and shit is, is looking at me right now. So then I started dropping trap music and pop music and just blowing up. And I found myself in a lot of these positions around a lot of these people and people I never thought of texting me, calling me, emailing me. And then I started to realize that I didn't want it. I always thought I wanted it, but then you realize like it's a bunch of bullshit. Can I just, I want to, re, I want to retract everything I just said. May I retract? I just retracted in my chair. You just, listen, you're right. And I want to say this, and this is the truth. I'm so blessed. I'm so, I'm exactly where I want to be. And, um, I've just been taken care of by the universe and I'm just so lucky. Love it. I really am. We're going to cue uh, audience. Because I there. complain a lot and people hate that I complain. And you're right. I, I don't know why I complain. I'm so lucky. I've just, you know, it's, it goes back to my past and it goes to back to like, I'm not good enough and this and that, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to stop myself here. And you're right, dude. I'm just so fucking lucky. Dude, yes. Yeah, yeah. You're the man. You really are. It's really cool. And that's it's oh. funny because it's like, yeah, we could, you know, both be here. And we're, we're having fun and we're going to, you know. perfect fingers. We're going to talk shit. I didn't used to. That's sweet of you They're to like say. They're like Chopin's fingers. It's I appreciate like, it's that. so good. Um, I'm glad that you said that because, you know, I'm not trying to be all super serious on you by any means, but I respect you. And, I respect you too, man. And I want to get, I, I, I don't want, I don't want the bullshit everybody else, you know, might try to pull out of you. Hey, You're do the thing. Eyes. Make me laugh. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love this. What about me though? Give me a compliment. Uh, you are. Physical. The, you are um, physically. Yeah. You are a beautiful, shiny human being. Nope. Yeah. Give me physical. I just did. You're, no, no, no. I get a compliment. Parts right, your, of your skin body. is glowing. That's good. I'm good with that. I love your nails. I love that they're always different colors. You never know. Is that your current mood? I'm always like, what Halloween. is Halloween. <laughs> there you go. It's amazing. But, um, I, yeah. Okay. What about my face? What about it? It's uh, Do you like it or? It's quintessential. What does that mean? It means it's like the face. Of the year. Of the century. Good. You have like a roly-poly face, you know? It's like, uh, it's, it's like somebody drew it. I saw that video oh. of that guy who was eating cotton candy, that overweight dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And people are saying that's me? That was that was pretty funny, actually. Yeah, that hurts. It's hurtful. No, but see, they weren't saying it was you yeah, they because are. you're overweight. Look at Bobby. Look, look at Bobby Lee. Whenever people see a fat Asian guy, like on no. the side of the street eating corn or whatever, no, bro. I get tagged and I go, look, at what's Bobby Lee eating corn on the fucking side of the road? You know what I mean? I'm like, what the fuck? How much, how much would you say, uh, what percentage of your, um, outward projection of yourself in the world is a bit? All of it. Really? Mm -hmm. I, I feel like we've had some. Yeah, there are pockets, but you know, yeah. I mean, a lot of it's like just not that real, but, um. Why? 
because this is all entertainment. Podcasting is entertainment. You make shit up. Agreed. You do, you say crazy things. You do, you say, you know, it's just like I'll make believe and it's like. Yeah, but you make people, people believe. You make them happy. That everything we say is like, like, oh, that actually, you know. Like, that like, is weird that people really hang on to every word and like, that's a real thing that happened. Yeah, it's yeah, just like. But, eh. you know, you, you go through it. But, um, yeah, I mean, the honest truth is, because I feel like if, I, if I'm completely honest, it's boring, but let's try it. Mm. Right now, let's, from this henceforward, let's say the most honest thing, and I'm going to not exaggerate, and I'm going to be completely honest. Okay. Let, well, hold on. Here we go. Shake it off, shake it off. Okay. Be real, be real, be real. Just, just about this next question. Yeah, go ahead. What genuinely makes you, as a human being, happy? Here's the boring answer. Okay. Today I went to, I met somebody on Hinge like six months ago. And we went a couple of days. She was nice. And um, then she had a little drinking problem. And she called me out of the blue. And she has some time now. And, I, you know, we I had, you know, some people help her. And she's glowing. Mm. And she um, she looks great, and um, I'm proud of her. And when I, I saw her today, and um, that makes me happy. That's a great answer, man. Um, my mom, you know, had a lot of trauma in her life, and she doesn't speak English that well. And I found her a Korean therapist in Arizona, the only one that speaks Korean. And she's been seeing this person, my mom, and she's happier. That makes me feel good. Mm. Um, I have four days of not masturbating. Not being, that's not, but wasn't even making that as a joke. Okay. Yeah. It's hard. No, not, not physically right now, but it's, <laughs> that's, I'm not trying to make a joke. That wasn't even a joke. Yeah, that good. wasn't even a joke. Yeah. And, um, but I've been kind of trying to lay off the pornography and stuff. That feels good. That's great. That's more than enough, man. And last, <laughs> real, uh, one last real thing. Yeah. Mike, you know, I don't know you well at all. And initially your energy was a little aggressive, but I'm willing to give you another shot. All right, Cool. So anything else? No, that's it. What's no, your, from now on, I'm going to be just ask me another thing. I'm going to be real. What's your favorite food? I'll be honest with you. And I don't care what you say. The other day I was with a bunch of Koreans and Chinese and Ching Chongs and, oh, you know, yeah, you know how they are. Fire. No, they're just always like, oh, I don't know where I am. You know, it's like, you know where you are, man. But anyway, uh, that's real. But they were like, are you hungry? I'm like, they didn't speak like that. They had no accent. But to me, it sounds like that. But I was just like, oh, I'm hungry. And then they were like, um, what do you want? What do you want? I go, let's get Korean. And it hit in the right spot, dude. Korean food for me is the best food by far. Love it. You like it? I do. Yeah. What kind? I've only gone a few times. Mike, what's that spot we went to? Quarters. 
You yeah. went to quarters. I guess that's what it was. That's called. your spot, Mike. No, well, it's like you know, it's on Sixth Street, and there's a Starbucks next to it, and you know what I mean. And there's like a little uh, a store where you can buy little knickknacks and stuff. Let's go there. It's like a castle, right? And I'll, I see a lot of white people here coming in here too, so it seems safe. And it's bullshit, Mike. It's full blown bull. It's like if my friend goes, uh, like if you said, "Oh, my favorite uh, Mexican place is Taco Bell." How would you feel, dude? <laughs> yeah, what are, not Mexican. What are you? Your mom's Chinese? Oh, fuck, my bad. I read that completely wrong. Konnichiwa. <laughs> but my point is, is that, it's you know Japanese. what I mean? If you said that, whatever. But whatever, <laughs> but you know what I mean? So anyway, Mike, good job. Okay. Anyway. All right. You go to quarters. Let me take you a spot. Yeah, whatever you want, whenever okay. I'm here. But, um, so that's my favorite food. What's your favorite food? Um, probably, uh, Hawaiian barbecue. What does that mean? Um, it, it's, there's a spot that I get, it's just, it's just fire. Like where is it at? Chicken. Hawaii? I mean, it originated there. But know? where do you get it at? In Portland? Uh, yes. <laughs> Fucking shit. Yeah. But it's this guy, he flew all the way from Maui. He started his own company. It's okay, like, okay, it's okay. really awesome. It's good. It's fucking. So if I'm in Portland, I call you and I go. We're part, you live in Portland, mm -hmm. so if I'm in Portland, I was. Well, just it's in, more Bend area. I mean, Oregon's one big fucking. We were just there. You never came to the show, but anyway, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was there. Why don't you text me, huh? How about that? You don't fucking. I forgot text you me. were from Portland. You don't text me. Why don't you text me more? So next time I'm in Portland, I'll text you. Okay, fine. And take me to the one spot. All right, the um, sweet meat though. Oh, so good. I don't know what sauce it is. It's like kind of. It's called the uh, the bang bang chicken. Have you ever had Asian vag? No. You've never had Asian vag? No. Why? Um, I, I dated this Asian girl. That's what that, that's Asian vag. I mean, yeah, but I was like 13. Oh, no Asian vag. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. there was that. Um, but then as you got older, I was like, I'm curious to see if it's like sweet and sour or whatever. I got, you know. I, I, no, yeah, no, no, there's, there's, I mean, I, I used to have just such a huge thing for Asian women and I, I still think they're very beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, You're with yeah. the whitey now though, huh? Yeah, weird, which honestly is so funny. I never thought would happen. First of all, I, I made this joke <laughs> the other day. I was getting tattooed by my buddy and, uh, and we were talking and he's like super Mexican, you know? And, and I was like, yeah, man, I love Latin women. I never thought I'd end up with, uh, with this white girl right here. She's so, look at her. And then she was like, babe, that sounded rude. And I was like, oh shit, my bad. Did it really sound rude? She was like, no, not really, but that it up. And I told her, cause the thing is, it's just like, I always loved Latin and black women my whole life. And then never thought I would have ended up with a white girl. So I'm I was just—I'll never date another one again. Why? Never again, man. But for what reason? Food. What? Exactly, dude. It's like you know. Here's what I realized. Okay, because I'm kind of dating this Korean chick now. Okay, kinda like it. Yeah. So, um, it's like a white girl wants to know what she's about to eat. Hmm. Right. And you go, they go, what is that? And they, she, I go, it's sauteed butterfly wings or whatever it is. Right. She's like, I'm not going to eat that. Right. But a Korean chick will ask what she just ate. Mm. Like, what did I just eat? Oh, breaded monkey farts or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? But you know what's crazy? My yeah. wife is like that. So I might not white people. I've never met a white girl like I'm that. I'm telling you, my. Are you like that? She's Italian, though. But okay, okay. Let's say I say this is the shoulder of a meerkat. You're about to eat shoulder meerkat. That sounds fire as fuck. Right, right, so, right. 
Would you eat it, even if it smelled good? Okay, good. Well, you're an anomaly. That's how I feel about my wife. Okay. I never met her. She's really sweet. She's pretty, though. I've seen it online. Thank you. You're welcome. I've seen it in person. <laughs> whoa. whoa. You have kids with her, huh? Yeah. How many? Two. That's amazing. Yeah, little Bobby and uh, little Leo. Leo is almost four months old. Oh, my God. Yeah, kids are kids are dope. Did you ever want kids? Well, you know, um, could. the Still. Korean girl that I'm kind of seeing now um, has a son. Mm. He's seven. And they're flying in tomorrow. And they're going to stay at my house for like three days. That's dope. And I'm gonna, I got Disneyland Friday. Oh, what? Yeah. And That's fine. I'm testing myself. A little stepdad action? We'll see. I'm not like, you know, I'm like, eat whatever you want. Stay up late. You know, I'm that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you want CBD or whatever. But it's like, she's, he's seven, you know? So I don't know the rules, but um, mom was like, stay up late or whatever, right? Or don't, she's always like, um, I hear, you know, moms, single moms, they're always like, like put the dishes in the sink or whatever. And I'm the kind of guy who's like, nah, leave it out. Let the flies <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck. But it's like, I'm trying to learn how to do it. I think that like, um, I want it, but um, I think it's too much of a life thing to change for me. It's huge, bro. It's a commitment that I don't know. Yeah, no, but if it does happen, I'll, I'm I'm game. I'm gonna try my best. Speaking of games, uh, I heard there was wasn't there an issue with your Starfield save or something like that. Did you play it? I played it. Yeah, I fucking hate it, man. I still play it though. What What do you not like about it? So there's a bug where it's like, okay, so you know when you pick a mission, a blue dot appears. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. But I have a bug where there's a thousand blue dots. So every mission is dotted. Are you on PC? No, I'm on Xbox. And they haven't updated this? They haven't updated it. How long has it been? Months. So I'm now playing, like, for instance, like, it got to a point where it's like, you, and then the mission that you're on doesn't have a blue dot. So it's like, <laughs> so the only way, like, if it's, it's like you got to meet McHenry McHenry or whatever, if that's a name, mm-hmm. you know, at this restaurant, you know what I mean? There's no blue dot. So I have to, like, at first I was like, going to every single NPC and clicking on you, McHenry, McHenry, you know what I mean? I don't know why I said that name, but anyway, um, just say McHenry. Are you McHenry? You know what I mean? But now I realize if you do the, um, what do you call it? When you go into the um, scanning mode? Yes. It'll give you arrows to McHenry, McHenry. You know what I mean? So you're as a, as a very avid gamer and like, I would very much so consider you like of the culture. Um, what is it about gaming that you enjoy? Is it an escape? Is it an enhancement? What is it? I like games within a game. So it's like with, with Bethesda games, you know, you have your main stories and your side missions, but I make up my own games. So my, right now at, at Starfield, I'm like, I want to, cl- I want to have every ship. Mm. So I've been like, um, I only have six right now. I don't know how many you can have. And they're so expensive. Like the ones that you, some of them, like I, I can't run, like sometimes you get a ship by, you know what I mean, EMing when you're in a space battle and then you can board their ship and kill everybody and then take it. Or you randomly are on a planet and you see a ship land and you run toward it. Mm-hmm. But some of the good ships you have to buy and, and they're so expensive in the game. They're like, you know, like sometimes some of them are like 
thousands of credits. So the real question here, Bobby Lee, is what is it about video games that what do you get out of them? Because if if for you it's to conquer this thing, is it to bide your time? Is it a pastime? Is it to forget? Is it to enjoy? Yeah, right. It's escapism. It's dopamine hits, and it's unhealthy. Uh, it is. I don't know the I, way I play it. It is, <laughs> and and I have to stop. You have to stop. I have to stop. It, I, my, dude, I'm eight hundred hours in. It's insane. You're definitely not 800 hours in Starfield, but oh yeah, yeah. Okay, you show me that later. But I understand what you're saying. It and said I, 800 hours, man. Yeah, okay, yeah, on the sure. thing. Um, okay, I just want to pivot really quick. Yeah, pivot. So, when it comes to comedy, and this is something that uh, I'm really curious about hearing from you. <clears throat> I personally, as a consumer of comedians and their, their, uh, you know, subject matter believe that it's kind as long as like what is intended behind a joke is truly not hate that I'm like, it's fucking fair game. No. What do you think? No. Cause sometimes you accidentally will say something that in retrospect is hateful, but you don't want to edit yourself in the moment. I think what what I've been doing lately in the last couple of years is editing a lot while I'm doing it. So I can't say this. Like I've I've wanted to say so many things since I've been here <laughs> that I would I used to say that I can't say well, because of these new social Yeah, but see you don't parameters. Have, Yeah, but that's not what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm not talking about social parameters. I'm talking about we're on the playground at the monkey bars, motherfucker. I had the ball first, you know, like those real rules, not this fucking 2023 bullshit. I'm talking about as a comedian, don't you feel that fucking anybody, everybody, no matter what color, sex, this, that is fucking fair game yes. in a joke. Yes. In but a that's, but joke. still in this new climate, it's not true within the new generation. Of yeah. But kids you think it's bullshit, up. right? I think it's bullshit personally. I, I think it ruins it. And I think that, um, I think if somebody's mother passes away of cancer, exactly. And they, and they, and, and no, literally even Fuck a, com- her. E- no. <laughs> <laughs> even, even if, yeah, if, if a comedian, if a comedian's mother, father, family member passes away and then they make a joke about that to cope and to, to heal. And I've to heard comics talk about another comic's dead mother that that died the day before and having one to have sex with her corpse. I mean, it's like, for me, it's like, is that to me, anything goes in my mind. Mm. You know what I mean? Some of it's like, it doesn't play well in a room and it bombs, but are once I'm, I, I'm under the philosophy that you're allowed <laughs> to say anything. Actions are one thing, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, but it's like, in terms of wor- words, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Think I just that. feel, especially if it's we're talking about comedians here, you know. In a way, it's like. I mean, if you're if it's hateful, like if you see the N word and and there's no yes, and exactly. there's no comedy at all, or you can't even you know, and it's pure hate. Yeah, yeah but, that's one thing. But, but who who is even excelling? That's like that. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to excel. Although there was a guy, there was a guy. I can't say his name, uh. but there was a man who he's like a legend. And he's this old guy. He's 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 been around forever. I can't say his name, 
But I remember one time he was in the on stage and um, Martin Lawrence's bodyguard, who happens to be black, right, um, was heckling him. And then he said, this old white man yeah. said the N-word and jumped off stage, right, and started choking the, the bodyguard. And there was like chaos. Yeah, but that's not a bit. That, that's a real thing. I know, but still, we were all laughing. <laughs> so my point is, is that, you know what I mean? It was crazy. Like it would, to watch it unfold yeah, but you're was always, crazy. You're a comedian. So when I'm with, even in that context, right? <laughs> to me, it's like, to that was entertaining. I love that. No one got hurt. Somebody could have, but it was crazy. And to me, it's like. Did he really, was he really trying to choke the guy? It was crazy. Those no, was it being, real yeah. or was it a bit? No, I don't know. I think it was a, real, but, but then they made up. Everything was fine. And. I don't know why, but everyone was laughing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it worked in a comedy club. This also happened in the 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So in the 90s, I used to see things on stage that were sh- like to me now, you just couldn't say do at all. Do you feel that that hinders your creative mind? I do. Yeah. I do. But, you know, also, you know, my my parents didn't like my music that I listened to. Right. And you know, every, the younger generation, they just have their own rules and their own. And I, I get it. And since I still want to have a career, I, I, I've acclimated to it. I mean, you say some wild shit though. I have, but you know, I've acclimated. So I watch what I say and, um, I'm fine. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've, I've wondered about that. Cause I'm just, I don't know. It's just, it, it's just a really weird thing where like people have given me shit for saying nigga. Whoa. Yeah. Heavy. I know. But you're half black. Exactly. You can and say it's, it. I know, but it's like respectfully. Is it like, because you don't look it? Of course. Yeah. yeah. But it's like everybody in my family's black and that. No, I, I believe you. So it's a funny thing that like, but especially like in hip hop, it's just like, people would be so angry and it's like if it, comedically it's almost like oh you know someone can change their entire identity and pronouns and this and that and da 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 and i'm racially this thing but people are like no you're not like it's just yeah. a funny it's a funny thing well asians are mad at me because i l- allow my white friends to do asian accents mm. you know what i mean like do one right now um hello see now, there are Asians out there like, how could Bobby allow Logic to do Haral? <laughs> there are, they're out there. You know what I mean? I mean, to I, me, it's fine because I know where your heart is. It's in play. I could rip you apart as well. I could rip everyone here apart. Of course you can. And it's like, it's like, it's fair game, you know, but. But especially when you talk about your friends, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's like, we're also talking about comedians. We're talking about a creative space, you know? Like if I was just like at a Chinese restaurant and was like, hello, that would be like the most- Yeah, yeah, that's insane. That is- It's insane. Ridiculous. But I know friends that do that. I'm okay with it. What? <laughs> no, you're telling me that you know random people. I know white guys that are comics 
Oh, that see, I'm, there you go. That, That's no, but I've though. walked into it's different. an Asian environment and them go hero out loud and have the whole restaurant go, what the fuck? But he, they did it for me. Exactly. Yeah. That, but that's what I'm saying. No, no, not these people aren't going to go into an Asian restaurant completely alone and just do this. But I know guys that do that as well. Well, they're fucking idiots. I know, but still, so, but that's but, what I, I mean. But it's like, but, but now we're going back to like, listen, I, I just want to say this. Okay. And this is just my opinion. And I don't mean, I don't. Yeah, whatever, man. I do, here's what, this is my opinion. Fuck this 2023 I, explanation. No, I, but I have to, because I have to, because I still want to have a career. <laughs> so here's the thing. Okay? I hate that we have to live in fear. It's we so do. Annoying. I live in fear. And not, not in fear of like being transphobic or homophobic or racist. So that, no, 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 no. Just living in fear of you're a motherfucking entertainer. And if you're going to say something, it's a joke. It's your job. That's what you do. And the fact so that here's you, what I want to say. It's like explaining the joke before you I tell know. the punchline. All right. What are we doing? Let's go. I already know it. All right. <laughs> I lived it. Yeah. But here's the deal. Okay. okay? Mm -hmm. That for me, there was all these microaggressions toward me racially, toward from, white people growing up. From you? No, from white. From, like, you know, I grew up in a generally a white environment. Of course. And yeah. I'm much older than everyone else. So I witnessed racism in a different way, mm. okay? And I was bullied and I was, um, just all these things happened, you know what I mean? Alongside with growing up with my, in my parents' house, there was a lot of trauma and a lot of things. And just for me, everything that has happened to me up until this point had to happen. And I, I'm glad it happened. It strengthened me, it made me a warrior, it made me resilient, it made me, um, be brave enough to try stand up back in, a, in an environment where even in the mid nineties, it was like, there was a, not a lot of guys that looked like me, me and Joe Coy. I met, I met Joe Coy when Joe Coy had hair and he was a kid and he had glasses and he didn't look like what he looks like now, a megastar or whatever. But it's like, I knew Joe when we were both broke and we were the only ones and it was hard but I'm, I welcome it and I'm glad, right? Bullying is not right. It's not. Stop it. But for me in my life, it was imperative. I had to, I had to go through everything that I went through. Being molested and all these things, I've right? I've been there. Right? Were all things that make me who I am and... um. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, but see, those are the things, right? So so you're literally talking about experiencing racism, sexual abuse, all these things that in a way, I mean, truly your art, your material helps you actually deal with. I, I personally feel that the greatest comedians like truly take from the darkest, most fucked up shit. Because, you know, I think a lot of, if you go to a comedy club, everybody wants to forget, right? You know, they're coming there to laugh and not think about how they just left a house that has an eviction notice on the front door or this, that, and a third. But if you had a, uh, a comic come up and talk about eviction, and make that person laugh at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it's about. So for you to use your past trauma, so how in the fuck could you tell a joke about, doesn't matter, man or woman, whatever, being sexually assaulted, 
right? And turn it into something that's, it's, it's, it's racy, it's wild, but it's fucking funny and it's true and it's your truth. Yeah. But then somebody in the crowd could be like, that happened to me, you piece of shit. But that's the, but that's, but that's the problem. I mean, that, that happens now at comedy clubs where people will stand up and go, I disagree or how can you make fun of that and this and that. It's like, it's insane. Mm. But, um, you know, and also like, you know, I, Jerry Seinfeld is a legend and he's great. I don't relate to him at all. I, there's, I don't know anything about him through his act. Um, but when I look at a guy like Tim Dillon, I, I, I see, I feel a visceral thing mm. when I see a guy like him perform because it's like, I just relate to it. And you know what I mean? And his angst and his, um, the way he presents himself. But that's what makes it great. And that's why it's kind of sad because I almost feel like you as a comedian now can't fully express yourself. And we're not talking about- Oh, we can, and I do. But you know, and I think some of it- I mean, has some of the fun been taken out of it because of the current state of just where we are? Well, no, I just, well, we have editing. You know, like, you know, not here, but when I do Bad Friends with Andrew or Tiger Belly, 20% 20% of it is edited out. Mm. So, you know, I speak freely when we're doing it. I just don't put it out into the universe. So I can still do my thing. Do you believe that um, what you're editing out was too far? No. Mm. <laughs> That's crazy. To no. Me. That's crazy. I mean I, me. I mean, I look at, you know, sometimes my producer, Andreas, and I'll go, why? He goes, you can't. I go, why? And I fight for it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, he wins. Because I just don't know. He's I also really, your producer for a reason. You trust him. I trust him. And I also, I, I honestly, I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I say things, I go, how is that bad? And it is. And maybe it's a frailty on my part. Mm. Sometimes I think that I think what's wrong with you that you think that that's okay. Yeah. But also, you know, there was a time when people really thought segregation was cool. You know what I mean? So it's like, as we progress, yeah. And yeah, fucking white, (laughs) yeah. White people in America was like, oh, that's very normal. Yeah. People change. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I'm changing. Some things are, I think as we- I'm changing. (laughs) I think as we progress, there are perhaps some things that- had been said or were said or were talked about with such ease um, that I don't necessarily think that should be thrown a- around. But you, know you, what know, I mean? you adapt, like, you know, for me, to me, it's like the whole trans thing was something I didn't think about, mm. right? But when I see, hear somebody's point of view about it, I go, okay, I've never really looked at it that way. And it changes your opinion and stuff. So it's like, you know, you... You know, um, I never really had an opinion about Israel, Palestine. It's probably really fucked up to even talk about right now. But, but, you know, and now I'm learning a lot about it and I'm doing research and you just kind of learn, you grow and you, you figure it out. You know, I think the thing that I can't fucking stand about where we are currently as a society is first and foremost, 
anything happens in the world and anybody in our position with any even slight amount of power or followers are immediately, uh, we are, it's demanded from us to speak out or, or talk about it. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing is, is you might not necessarily agree with the majority, but that doesn't make you a bad person. Or if you could, you know, the, the and we don't need to get into specifics yeah, yeah. here, touchy. but I'm just saying like, whether it's sexuality, whether it's this, whether it's that, it's like you can still have your beliefs and totally love a person, want everything for that person or that group I or that this or that. that. Agree with but you. what's crazy is, is that if you go like, it's almost like, like, I mean, don't get me started on this, but I'm just simply saying it's like you know, in Christianity, it's like, oh, homosexuality, homosexuals will burn in hell. Which like this is, is true. What, this Which is, what, is true. <laughs> this is what my mom, <laughs> this is what my mom said to me and all these things. And I never believed that. And I thought it was bullshit, but it's really wild to me that you can have Christians who like live by the book, but they're like, I'm not touching that one. It's mm. like almost so crazy that the state of where we are has like altered people's almost their belief. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I, I'm not, I think that whole spiel that my mother gave me is complete and utter bullshit. Yeah. I'm just saying if you personally don't agree with someone's lifestyle or this or that, but you have no ill will towards that person. You are fine. You could be friends with that person. You could mm. be da da da, but you just don't agree on something about their life. Mm. I just think it's crazy that somebody would want to cancel your whole shit just because you don't agree on something. Yeah, you're one hundred percent. That's point. fucking wild to it's me. So, it's like it's oh, so wild. It's like, hey, I don't agree with this about your life. There's it's that. annoying, but it is what it is. Yep, and um, it's so. I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> and I love it all. Yeah, let's talk, I mean? let's talk about something else. How long does this go? Are you over it? No, I love it. Okay, cool. I figured- I keep going. Yeah, no, I figured we'd do like hour and a half, maybe he a little- He said longer. an hour. I mean- Mike. He, he lied. Let's go keep going. I want to keep going. Do you have a, another engagement? No, I just haven't eaten all day. Uh, do you want to order food? I can order food for you. No, I'll just go somewhere around here. You sure? Yeah. Okay. There's a fire spot called- What's it called? Blue Ribbon. Sushi. I love it. I don't okay. want to do sushi right now, but um, what about sandwiches? Anywhere sandwiches around here? Uh, Mendocino Farms, really good. I know what it is. It's a chain. <laughs> you want to hear a funny story? Yeah, go ahead. I was you like Jer Mendocino Farms? I, I do. That's pretty good. I was in Jersey uh, like eight years ago, and I just finished the show. It's like one of the last, I think it was the last show of the tour, and it was, and I was there, and it was an amazing show, and I was fucking starving, and- um, they're like, yeah, man, we're, we're, we're going to get some, some sandwiches. And I was like, all right, fire. So they get this, the sandwich and I'm eating it and I see it and we're in Jersey and it's called Jersey Mike's. And I'm like, dude, every time we come to Jersey, we have to get Jersey Mike's. I never heard of it. Is it good? It's a fucking chain. It's everywhere. It's in every state, every like, What's and it called? I, I didn't realize Jersey it's called Mike, Jersey Mike's. It's sandwiches. It's pretty good. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Pretty good. I'm going to get it. <laughs> what is it? It's I love it. What are you talking about? I love it's Jersey Mike's. But my good score story. So what you're saying, <laughs> you went to the original or Jersey Mike's is what you're saying. How do you feel when people can't take your jokes? I'm not doing a joke. Yeah, okay, but, whatever. But you know when you just said that? So one time I was at the improv. I was super hungry. I was with Jeff Garland. You oh, know, fat, wow. the fat guy from, um, he's skinny now, but um, from Kirby Enthusiasm. And 
there was a, a food truck out there and I've never had it then since it went away just one night and they had a pastrami sandwich. So fucking good. Anyway, I don't know why you, but it wasn't Jersey Mike's. But if anyway, someone, listen, anyway, if someone gets butt hurt when you're going back and forth, what do you mean? Like, uh, you know, just in general, you can kind of be doing a duel with another uh, comedian or somebody or da da da. And if they if they get butt hurt in the moment, do you like low key lose respect for them? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's a, I, I, I listen. I'm a, you gotta sen- take it. I'm sensitive when it comes to personal shit. Okay. Well, what does that mean? Like, I have a couple of things that are so personal. Right, that like if you hit it, it does hurt me, but it's still fair game. Mm. I'm just hurt by it. Still fair game, but it's like um, when and I, you know people are super sensitive, and I don't respect it. But um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just different. I don't know. No, see, I think you are like the elite breed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, I've been in, I've been in the studio with young people and I'm like, no, you got to sing it like that. Like, no, do it like this. And they'll go. And I'm like, wrong, do it like this. And it could seem like I'm being overbearing or it's, or it's no, my time is fucking money. And if you're going to be on this album or you're going to do whatever, you're going to do it this exact way. And then afterwards I'm like, let's get a drink. I love you. But in the fucking moment, it's like, no, this is what it is. You're either cut out for this shit or you're not. So I feel like for comedians, especially when you guys are going back and forth, you know what I mean? Fucking Jedi dueling each other. If somebody's like, and they feel away. And they no, get I mean, there feelings. are times though where Andrew will pull me aside, Santino and go, listen, just that was way too much. Really? Yeah. And I'll go, I get it. And I won't touch it again. Oh, wow. There's but th- things that he's personal about, right. Yeah. That I know. Yeah. There's things that I'm personal about. I know. And if he says it, I'm hurt by it later. I'll go, Hey, just at, you know, from now on, of course, that's just a territory that I don't see, but that's also like, that's so commendable. You know what I mean? Because you are a professional. But I mean, I'm not mad that he said it, be, you know, because it's usually something said on a podcast and do your art, say, do whatever you need to say Yeah, yeah. to, you know, and fi- there's no boundaries, but on the side, I can pull you aside and go, Hey, yo dude, that was like hurtful. That's fine. Yeah, I mean that that sounds especially between you guys, that sounds like friends, man. That yeah. sounds like somebody that you know that you know what I mean. And it's usually not that it's usually not like the big things like me like you can make fun of me that I was molested. You can make fun of me that I've sucked penis. You can make fun of me that I um um all the like bad you know, uh major headlines of my life, right? <laughs> headlines? The headlines, right? It's like these I don't little think you things. Got the if you, joke, that's fine. If you what? Oh, head because of the blowing. Yeah. All right. Anyway, continue. Have you sucked penis? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do Do you want to know? I don't want to know. Okay. Yeah. I didn't gr- actually suck it. It's I gross. Just, I licked it three times for five bucks when I was nine because I was really hungry. Yeah, you do it as a kid. Yeah, but anyway, uh, what did it taste like? It was salty. Yeah. Yuck. Like a booger? and I didn't get the money by the way. Like a booger. I, I learned a very valuable lesson. Yeah. Don't suck dick for money. Yeah. <laughs> it's if you know me well enough and you know my things and then they say it, that's the thing. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah. that's kind of fucked up. Still, it's fine. Yeah, but it's like- Still bro, fair game, yeah, but don't do yeah, it. If me and you, if like, if me and you were talking one night or you called me and was like, Bob- Like, what are you sensitive about? Um, a lot of shit, but I talk about it all. No, but there's got to be something that you deep down inside that you don't want anyone to talk about. Uh, I think the most sensitive thing I feel truly sensitive about is my race. And I've been 
beaten over the head with that a million times and just learn to deal with it. Mm. Like people being like, no, you're not. Or yes, you are. This is what you are. Da, da, da. Like it really affected me. Do you wish you were ago. a blacker? You wish you were a blacker? No. Okay. I don't think that's a thing. Do you mean like, do I wish I looked more aesthetically black? Is that the question, Bobby? Yeah. No. Okay. No, I, 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 I'm happy with who I am, but there was a time when I was not. And so when these, you know, big people in hip hop or whatever would just like talk about it, talk about it, it used to really Brother, fuck yeah. me up. Yeah, yeah. But the more they talked about it, the more I could laugh about it. And then the more I, as not, if I'm being real, like the, the country is changing, like everybody's turning into olive people, mixed race. Like there's just so much going on that it's just a different climate. I love it. And now it's, it's bigger than me. So like yeah. when, I, when I, when people have conversations about me or my race or what I can or can't say, or this or that, da, 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 it, it, it actually turns into something that isn't even about logic and it's about two groups of people who feel a certain way. Mm. And then I'm just like, whatever. But back to penis sucking. I know, no, that's not, no, no, no. I'm kidding. What I was yeah, saying is, is yeah. if, I, if I called you or if you called me one night, right? Say you were struggling with your addiction and you needed somebody and I was there. Just say, okay? I mean, and, you're not- And I come to your house. Okay. I'm not what? I mean, you want honesty? What, you're, I'm not somebody you would call? Well, you're not in the top. I'm giving you an example, motherfucker. Even the top if we, 100, really, if, to be if, honest with you. Listen, I mean, if we were close, I'm giving you an example. But even if we were close, if I was number not. one, if I was number You'll one. You'll never be number one. Uh, why? I, at that, no. You'll be number one with like, oh, hey, I'm, you know, I'm writing a song. <laughs> and I don't know what rhymes with the I mean, jingle or whatever. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? But uh, yeah. anyway, listen. So you call me, you need advice. I come to your house. You're fucking crying. Never. You're opening, never you're opening up. You're this or that. Listen, think about the person you would do that the with. The only time you and I would cry together, this is the only scenario. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. If like some sort of major like out, like a real pandemic happened. Oh my God. No, but like we're like 98% of the people on planet earth died. Right. And then you and I were like, and you know, the streets are empty and I haven't seen anybody in like six months. Right. And I'm like, there's no dogs even <laughs> like, there's no dogs. It's just right? desolate. Right. And I look and I see logic <laughs> like walking. Uh, I would probably go, Hey, <laughs> and, and then you would, I had a probably hug probably. Right. Oh, for sure. Right. Grace. Right. And then, I would probably shed a tear then. That's the only scenario. Okay, it's great. So anyway, so if if I'm at your house <laughs> and you're all distraught about your whatever whatever your darkest thing is, right? Okay. And that that you struggle with that really affects your mental health. And then the next day we do a podcast, and I make fun of you for it. Mm. That's fucked up. Yeah. And Obviously. I know. And, and what I'm saying- That's not what I'm talking about though. What are you talking about? I'm talking about, I have these like universal little things I'm sensitive about, right? That's not like that. Like if I called you and I go, hey dude, I was like, what's your friend's name, this guy? George. George, okay. <laughs> so dude, last night, dude, I was at a rave and George fed me this drink and I passed out. And, my, and just my butthole, dude. <laughs> Dude, my butthole is like not even like the, the muscle is deteriorated. You know what I mean? And you're like, what do you mean? I go, what I mean by is, is like, I was, I think I was pummeled hard by George, dude. Like deep, long strokes and deep. 
right? And like, dude, I'm like, I'm not going to go to the cops because I don't want anyone to know about Bobby, it. Bobby, where the fuck is this going? No, I'm, I'm going to go. Let's go. Okay. And I remember like halfway during it, I woke up <laughs> and I'm like, hey, George, George. And he's like, he just kept going. Anyway, dude, I just want to tell you that it happened. But like, I, and then the next day we're on a podcast. You're like, remember when George fucked you in the ass? Right. That'd be out of pocket. That'd be insane. So you'd pull me aside after? No, I wouldn't. I'd go edit that part out, mm. edit it out, and don't tell anybody because I, I, I don't ever want anyone to know that. You so, know? so these are the things you're editing out of your podcast? What do you mean? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, Not that it would happen, Joey. It was like a hypothetical. Top five comedians for you. Just To ed- watch? Yeah, whatever. Just that you enjoy. Not even whether you enjoy or you're inspired by it could be a plethora of whatever. Well, I mean, there's some names that are controversial, but I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're talking about their art. I, I think Louis C.K. is great. Mm. Chappelle's great. So I'll watch theirs, you know what I mean? Because I feel like they're in the forefront of whatever we're doing. I like Sarah Silverman a lot. I like what she has to say. She's great. Um, but then I have friends that are real good friends. Like I said, Tim Dillon, I know something about him and probably Andrew Schultz, DeStefano. You ever heard of Troy Bond? Never heard of him. Yeah. He's coming up, bro. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. No way. He's great. You'd love him. You'd love him. I tell tell everybody about him just because he's, he's, he's Who's Troy Bond? Is he from Oregon? No, he's from New York. Troy Bond? Troy Bond. Let yeah. me look him up. Hold I on. I think he's from New York. Hold on. Troy Bond. Troy Bond. Watch this guy's shit later. He's really good. He's black and white, but he, he refers to himself as a Puerto Rican uh, Troy, lesbian. Troy Bond. It's a pretty great. Troy yeah. Bond. Yeah, I got him. Great. Boom. Well, I've seen him. Yeah, he's funny. I've seen him on YouTube. Yeah, he's funny. No, like he comes up on my ag- algorithm. Yeah. He's, he's also a very, uh, I see a lot of heckling videos with him. Yeah. Him dealing with, he's good on the call. He's really good on it. Yeah, yeah, Because he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He's like, fuck, he literally is like, fuck, like, I don't give a shit. Like, fuck you. What are you going to do? Yeah, but I wouldn't put him on the list yet. I didn't didn't say he's on the list. I said he's on the come up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, he's, uh, he's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Have you ever uh, rapped before? Yeah. What's up? Bobby Lee, king of society. I rap, I sing, I do it in variety. Mmm, bar. Sup? No, <laughs> I haven't. I'm not good at it. Would you rap with me? I can't. No, I'm just saying, like, if me and you got together and just like I don't know how to rhyme. Yeah, I would help you. If I wrote it down, I can't freestyle though. Yeah, we should do that. I don't know how point. things rhyme. That'd be fucking awesome. I was dangling off a tree, and then, I just said I don't even know tree. Well, I'll be, yo, one day, I'll say, yo, that was racist. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Maybe I'll do it Asian. Hello, hello. I was on a tree. It was a good way to be. <laughs> nice. Pretty good. Yes. Yeah. And then I saw a flea. And Does it all four have to wrap all lines or no? I, no, it's, it's, it's whatever. Can you teach me the rules. It's whatever. I, I think teach it's, me a rule. it's just a flow. So it's like this. So you, you wrap four lines and let's see if I can do it. All right. It's just a flow. Here we go. I'm ready to roll. Now what you got, yo? Oh, that was so good. Oh my God. I'm ready to grow. Sometimes I don't know, mm. but my friend Bo has a toe. Okay. And then you can he does. go to another direction, me and you meeting at an intersection. So, whoa, that you're deep cut. Through the illest detection. Yeah. Now let me pass it back to you for the 
best my, protection. Yeah, my friend Sandy is the lesbian. <laughs> we haven't, that's how we are being. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And I have a friend named Sian. <laughs> okay. Yeah. His last name is Alabian. <laughs> nice. Done. Boom. <laughs> you did it. Wait, pretty good, huh? Yeah, it's pretty Even good. Even though the word that's a hard to rhyme with. See if uh, I can do it. Orange. Yeah. My favorite fruit is orange. Yeah. There's no way. I love to what eat rhymes a, with I, orange. I love to eat an orange when I'm turning a door hinge. Oh, that's all these other motherfuckers way. is more cringe. Oh. Okay. I'm trying to wait. <laughs> okay, I can't do it. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, it's not too hard. That's all good. Yeah. That's um, why I can't I, I that's why like also can I just say something about hip hop? Yeah, sure. I only go to a certain moment. Like I I I I, I could do tribe. Oh yeah. I could do De La Soul. Yeah, yeah. I can do earlier stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like low end theory I have, you know, um <coughs> Midnight Marauder, Illmatic, yeah, Most yeah, Def, yeah. Okay. Tribe, yeah, Roots, yeah, all that's, uh, yeah. the Roots. The Roots, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, um That's what I'm all about. But I everything after that, I don't know I have any idea. I think I kinda like Jurassic Five a little bit. Yeah. But then after that, I don't know nothing. There's a lot of really great stuff, you know, because just like anything whether it's comedy, music, you know, there's, there's different levels of it. And usually the most popular is kind of the most like, not whatever, you know, I wouldn't call Drake, whatever, obviously Drake's incredible at what he does. But what I'm saying is it just, it's just a, I couldn't name a Drake song. Really? Yeah. I can't name a Taylor Swift song. Uh, I don't know any of the Waynes at all. The Waynes. Big Wayne, little Wayne. I don't know any of that. <laughs> like you act like they're Wayne's brothers. There's how many Waynes are there? There's one Wayne. His name is Lil Wayne. There's no big Wayne? Um, no. Okay. Well, I don't know any of them. What would your rap name be? Ting Lo. <laughs> Why? Karachi. Okay. Ting Lo Karachi. That's what, a thing. Pretty good? Ting Lo Karachi. What up? I'm Ting Lo Karachi. What going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. Are fine. you ready to go? Here we go. <laughs> yeah. What's your, what's your, what's your, uh, doing Adamachi. Yeah. What's your biggest, um, what do you feel was one of your big, one of, it doesn't have to be the, but, uh, biggest accomplishment, like a moment in your career where you were like, wow, I'm so proud of that. Even if you looked back, maybe you didn't realize it in the moment or maybe you realized when it did happen, but where you were like, holy shit, I did that. And that you can fucking pat yourself on the back right now as a man and accept that you've did that because you're always fucking trying to downplay your greatness, which is very humble. Of I you. think um, recently, I, I think being on Sex in the City was huge for me because it's like I don't. I was so intimidated by the whole thing hmm. because I just know it was like a cultural thing, and I didn't want to do it at first. I was scared, and even you know when you first are on set. And you meet Sarah Jessica Parker and all these fucking people. And they're like, all right, you're ready to go. And you have a lot of lines or whatever. You just kind of go, I don't know if I can do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a lot going on and they're giving you notes. And there's all these, you know, it, it also felt, I've been on all kinds of shows, but like just felt like I felt a little pressure there. And then just to do it and to go, okay, I, I did it. And everyone's normal. That's some big league fine. shit too. You know what I mean? So for you to step into into that realm. So the, yeah, there are things where I go, oh, I can't believe I did that. And I'm glad I did that. And I 
I'm proud that you did it. Because it's all just like, you know, you get scared and, you know, not scared. It's not, I don't think that's the right word. You get intimidated a little bit and you wonder, because I've been on sets where I was just like, I did it. And they were like, that's not it. Say it again. And you felt in your heart that you nailed it? Yeah. And like, I don't want to, I can't, because I just, because I just ended a war because I was talking shit. And so I can't say it, but in the last five years, I did do something where the, the director was a big time guy and they were like, dude, are you even speaking English? Was the note. What? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm speaking complete, perfect English. Yeah. It doesn't sound like you're speaking English. And then you have to do it over and over and over again. And so then wait, they were rude to you? Not rude. They were just saying, I just don't understand what you're doing. And I'm like, I feel like I'm doing it fine. And they're like, no. But it's also like, why the fuck did you cast me then? Like, I know. You, you know what you're getting. I was in this fucking uh, big movie studio, like in the in an actual studio. Yeah. And I won't say what movie it was for, but it's about family. Yeah. And it was crazy. Fast and Furious? No, nah, something like that. So anyway, <laughs> so I'm... So I'm doing, I'm, I, I had this song that like took off and everybody was using in movies, yeah. right? Called a hundred miles and running and it just worked very well. So they were like, oh yeah, we want you to do another song. So I'm like, okay, cool. And they're like, can you make it like drums like this and then things like this and things like that. And I'm like, you mean basically make the same song I already fucking made. Mm. And they're like, well, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. So we get in and there, and there's this fucking suit. Like from this, this, this movie company comes in. He's like, oh, Logic, like you're so hot right now. And I'm like, what is this, Zoolander? Like, I don't know. Like, what the fuck do you mean? It's like he's Mugatu. And he comes in and he's, and he's like, you know, don't avoid this, but don't feel pressured. But like, don't avoid this. And he slides a sheet to me. Mm. And then he leaves. What was the sheet? The sheet was a piece of paper with <laughs> keywords. Family. That's got to be in it. Drive. Got to be what in it. What movie is this? Family Torque. and driving around. This, you think it's a, you think I'm joking. Torque. It was like all these things. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And so I do the best that I can. And I give them a great song. Yeah. And they're, they keep giving Vin me Diesel. notes. They keep giving me notes. Is Vin Diesel in it? Maybe. They keep giving me <laughs> notes and they keep giving me notes and they keep giving me notes. Yeah. And I'm just like, why the fuck did you even, why am I here? Yeah. Did it end up in the movie? No. Oh. You know why it didn't end up in the why? movie? Because I was like, I'm done. I, I was over it. Like I, I was literally, I was fucking over it. I hate that shit, man. Oh, it's, the worst is when you do a big movie. And they cut you out? I, how many times? Did I, I got cut out times a fucking sucker for pain. I did a whole song. It was me, Lil Wayne, fucking Ty Dolla Sign, all these people. It was like one of the biggest placements in my career starting. Like it was amazing. All my fans were excited. I gave them like 16 bars. They whittled it down to four fucking bars. I go watch this movie in theaters. Wait for the final credits. Every single person in the song, but me. And they cut me out. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I, Paul. There's a movie <laughs> called Paul. Oh, Simon I love Pegg. that movie. Simon Pegg. I love that movie. And I had, I had a scene in there. And then I remember I wasn't invited to the premiere or anything. And then I remember someone going, I saw the movie. I go, oh, what was my part? He goes, I didn't see you. Mm. It's always, always the worst. I have a friend named Jamie who was like, see, he was in the Godzilla movie, the original with Matthew Broderick. Classic. This is years ago. I love that one. And he, he, and he took a date out to see the movie because he was, he had a couple of lines in it. Mm. 
but there was no, he, he realizes like 70% of the movie is like, I don't think I'm in this. So there was a pilot with a thing and he told the girl that's me. <laughs> but the pilot had a mask on like this. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I would do. Yeah. That, anyway, it was good to be here. Yeah. And it's in an hour and a half. Yeah, it has been. And um, it's been what a wonderful time I had with you. <laughs> we went from all kinds of stuff to this and that. And really enjoyed it. Really like to be here to you. And thank you so much. All right. I have one final question for you. What is it? What's next for Bobby Lee? Oh, geez. What a beautiful question. Thank you for asking. I'll tell you what I'm going to say. Uh, what I'm going to say is um, what I got going is I have a movie coming out. But I can't talk about it because of the strike. So that's that. So I don't even know if I can say that. But um, I also, I'm on tour with Andrew and we were, we were playing Chicago, it sold out already. But, there's a, the, but some, Minnesota, I don't think it, I think it was close. Wisconsin's not. So when does this come out? This will be out. Soon? No, no. Okay, well then forget those days. <laughs> I, oh, I, I meant more like personally, but... Okay. Oh, what, oh, so for me, um, personally, I'm, um, I feel great. Great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Okay. Thank you for being here. Today. I like it. I appreciate it. I love you. you so much. I, honestly, dude, I'm, I'm so busy right now. Um, and um, I've been saying a no to a lot. Mm, thank you. But for with you, no. Because I'll tell you why. I do love you. I love you too. It's something about you. You're a good dude. Thank and you. And I'll tell you another thing, man. Yeah. And, and you know, the diversity in this room I love. You know what I mean? You got like whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? This guy fucked me in the ass, George, in that scenario. And no thank you. No bueno. And I made fun of you. I, I don't know why I did. And Mike, I hope we can have a new beginning. But, um, that's pretty much it, man. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Goodbye.